Welcome to the Health Coach Nation podcast. My name is Haley Rowe. I'm a sales and marketing coach and strategist for health coaches, life coaches, and wellness professionals who want to become a leader in their field by building their online community, rocking their sales process, and finally feeling confident about how they promote themselves and their marketing. On this show, we talk about tips to grow your business, save yourself time, and finally be able to create a sustainable, profitable business. Let's get into it. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Zero to Hero Coach Program. This is my four-month program teaching coaches and online service providers how to grow your online business, book clients consistently, overcome your sales fears, and finally rock your social media visibility. If you struggle to create a sustainable coaching business, this program is for you. Check out HaleyRowe.com and book your free strategy call with my team or myself today. Thank you. I'm ready to provide some killer value today. So Yay. We well, we are live and I'm here today with Coach T. And he is going to be talking with us today about um, a couple different things, client retention, time management as an entrepreneur, maybe answering a couple questions about Facebook ads and things like that. So we're just going to dive in. But first, why don't you share with our audience who you are, what you do, and we'll go from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I you know, I, I have a keen love for my, my fellow entrepreneurs, especially, you know, people who are looking to make an impact in the world, you know, coaches, consultants, uh, et cetera. So um, I'm originally from New York City and um, I didn't have the best upbringing. You know, I was in a place literally where, um, you know, I had to hide in the cars because of shootouts. I had to, um, you know, I grew up with people living in my house that was addicted to drugs. Um, you know, I was I was around gangs, violence, and literally, it's, it could have been easy for me to be a statistic, and um, and that's just the environment that I knew, and I, I didn't choose it. That's just what I was kind of born into. Um, so, one of the things that that really changed it for me is I had a cousin who wanted to go to college out in Virginia, and I said, you know, hey, I know what this environment looked like, so I decided to go to college. Well, long story short, I got to college. And um, I remember my mother giving me a phone call like Terrell College is going to be very expensive. Click. And I'm looking like, oh, wait. I'm like, hold on. Right. Like, but people uh, uh, tend to be more resourceful when you get some certain resources take, taken away from you. Um, so I had a friend who approached me with an opportunity to start business. And this is how I originally got into business. And um, so it was a network marketing company. So um, I started doing that. And that's when I got my excitement for, for business. Well, graduated college and um, ended up working in corporate America, making six figures doing site security. But I looked around and I'm like, wait, none of these college students that I knew a lot of my fraternity brothers, everybody else, they're not making the progress that they, you know, that you spend all this money on college. Like, you know, how college, you know, how expensive college is Haley, right? You know, I know a lot of us know. So I decided when I first hung my hat as a coach, I said, I want to make sure that I can help. Let me coach these college students to be able to get into their career field. This was about five years ago. Right. So I was doing that. But I got I was very frustrated in a, in a place where I know a lot of us are, are starting at, you know, as as we're watching this is what do I do? Right. I had the knowledge in my head to help this audience. Right. 
but how do I start? What do I do? What's the next step? How do I grow this thing? How do I keep clients? How do how do I do that? So I was in a place where that I had to do a lot of research, digging, trying to figure things out. And throughout my navigation and discovery of finding myself in business, I got excited about business. And then I got excited about helping coaches and speakers. Long story, you know, uh, fast forward, you know, now I'm in a place where, you know, we're we're blessed enough to, you know, be uh, impacting over half a million people online. Being able to, you know, I got I do one on one coaching, group coaching, seminars, workshops, boot camps, uh, you know, uh, uh, three time author. We have um, online certification masterclasses and specifically focused on helping people with coaching and um, and being able to grow and scale their business. So it's been a blessing. Love that. Yeah. So if somebody wants to be a coach and they want to be a good coach, what are some uh, tips or, or things you'd say? Because at the end of the day, getting clients is one part of the process, but right. keeping your clients is really, if you can do that, you're going to be having a sustainable, healthy business, right? So how does somebody um, become a better coach? What are some tips or like takeaways you'd say when it comes to that? Yeah, yeah, I love it. So um, being a better coach is is a um, is essential, right? So um, starting off like this. So let's say you have an idea, right? And you know who you want to help and you know the demographic. Taking a step back is very important. I know a lot of us have issues with saying I, I can help people in this and I can help this and I can help this. And it's hard for you to name a topic. And then if you have a topic, it says, well, my topic could help the world. I can help everybody which you might be able to, right? We know, we've been in this for a minute, Haley, so you know we know, and we see this all the time. But from a marketing perspective, I want you to select one. And the reason why I want you to select an audience is because when it comes time for you to coach, mentor, when it comes time for you to give advice, it's gonna be very specific based on your knowledge, your experiences, it's gonna connect with that person in a different way. You feel what I'm saying? Like I had somebody who literally, this, this same story I told you, um, and I told y'all about how my upbringing, what happened and how into the cars and all that was crazy is, um, I, had, I remember getting a client one time and, um, I was on a call, I was on a consultation call with her and, um, she was like, you know, what? honestly, what really made me, you know, what, what made me sign up is because, you know, you didn't have everything given to you like me, right. You had to, you know, figure it out and you wasn't born in the best circumstances or, or, you know, X, Y, Z. And she was like, you know, it was that story that really made me connect. But I wouldn't have been able to tell my story if I didn't know who I was really talking to or really connecting to. Right. So first thing I would say is that, you know, it's best if you're a coach and you want to help a certain demographic or audience it's, and you want to be a better coach. It's about practice, but it's also about digging into your own experiences, digging, digging into knowing who your audience is. What do they struggle with? What do they need help with? What are their goals? What makes them stay up at night? Like really understanding the psychology of your audience. So when you're having that conversation, you can be able to really motivate them to, to transform their life. Love that. And yeah, your story is really, I mean, inspiring. And I think that when we open with our story and why we're doing what we're doing, that's much more attractive and a good way to stand out compared to just saying, I'm a coach and I do this, right? <laughs> right, so, exactly. Um, so that said, like I hear a lot of coaches who say, I don't know what makes me special or I don't know how to stand out because I feel like it's so saturated on Instagram or whatever. Right. So how does somebody, um, you know, I know we can come up, we can uh, share our story, but what are some other ways to stand out in a crowded 
market? Oh, I love that. Great question, right? It's one of the main things I, I help people with, right? Because you're you're absolutely 100% right. You see, you're looking everywhere. It's so easy for us to become a commodity, right? So when you're trying to put yourself out there, it's like, oh, well, you're a life coach, right? And or you're a health coach or a fitness coach or relationship coach. You look around. I, I got 10,000 other options. Why do I need to go to you, right? Why do I need to go to Haley for this? Why do I need to go to Samantha, whoever for this, right? Or John. So in order to really stand out, there's, there's a process that I call that I, I've coined is called the brand ladder. And basically what this process is, is help is each and every step of this ladder is going to continuously separate you from everybody else. Right? Obviously, we don't have time to go through, you know, the whole thing, the whole process. Right. But with that, um, I will give you one of the key things. Right. One of the key things that can separate you is being yourself and being authentic. Right. So when you're truly yourself, people are going to connect to you. And it's people who are going to identify with your personality. You got to remember there's different personality types, right? And you not you don't necessarily vibe with everybody the most. For example, um, the world's number one motivational speaker today, his name is Eric Thomas, E.T., the hip hop preacher, right? And um, I, I know him on a first name basis. And I, I remember having a conversation with him. And he was like, you know what? He said, to be honest, he said, um, yes, I'm considered, you know, the, the, the top guy, right? Over, you know, the Tony Robbins or the other, you know, some other people out there, right? He said, um, but he said, to be honest, my personality may not vibe with everybody. He was like, you know, because he's like, I'm loud. I'm kind of in your face. I'm kind of like, er, like, come on. Like, I'm going to drag you to success. Like, er, like, right. And, um, but he was like, everybody, some people will be motivated by that and excited by it. But other people will feel like, whoa, like, this is a little bit too much for me. You know, I kind of need you to settle down, buddy. <laughs> right. I kind of need, I kind of need a little bit more calmer energy. So with, with that. He's been, he's attracting, he's the top guy because he's been himself and been authentic. So he's attracted and you don't need the whole world attracted to you. But there's people who are specifically going to be attracted to specifically you, your style, what you've been through, your story, you know, your, your personality. And the more you're able to step into your own yourself, the more you're going to be able to um, attract people. Okay. Yeah. And I think that that comes, one way I like to also explain it is like, we all have our different approaches, our different styles and our different personalities. So like, for example, Jillian Michaels is totally different than the Blogilates girl, right? Uh, uh, Casey Ho, I think is her name. So those two people, they both work out, they both promote healthy lifestyle, but they are completely different. And the other thing that uh, I compare to is music. Like there's a million pop stars. There's Ariana Grande, there's Billie Eilish. <laughs> right. They're both right. amazing, but they are completely different, right? right. So um, I think that that you brought up a really good point there. Now, what if they're like, well, okay, I have a personality, but I'm pretty boring. Like, I think I'm just boring. I don't think there's anything special about me. What do you say to that? Yeah, so, I mean, with that, it's just about, honestly, it's just go out and just help your audience and do what you do, right? You don't think, you don't have to think about, um you know, you know, doing a song and dance and you see everybody, you know, you see the TikTok videos and then you see all the challenges and you see all the stuff out there and, and you feel like you have to keep up with everybody. Really, at the end of the day, as long as you're being yourself and you're putting out content, the main thing that you want to make sure of is that what you're putting out is very helpful to your audience and you're switching it up. So it's less about, you know, am I boring? And it's more about, you know, you got to give some people some level of, of energy, right? You don't want to be 
hello, my name is Sasha. And right, you don't you don't want to have you, you do have to have some level of energy for people to be attracted to you. However, you don't gotta be, you don't gotta be like me, like excited. Ah, you don't have to be like that. Um, however, it's more about putting out content that's gonna help your people and then switching that up. For example, so one of the things that um I help people with is putting out different types of content to attract their target audience, right? So one video is a selfie video, right? If you if you comfortable even going on video, this is probably the video that you do the most, and you talk in this way. But then you have one that's called direct the camera, which is basically no hands, right? This is just how we kind of speak, right? Both of my hands are free, and I'm and I'm having a conversation with you, right? Um, you can get interviewed, right? So like this, what we're doing now is like interview style, right? What if what if you got interviewed and then you took uh you took a clip of this and then you put this on your Instagram or you put this on your Facebook or your YouTube, right? Right. So, um, you know, you could do that. Um, testimonials. Right. If you go to my page or my IG, you'll see testimony after testimony after testimony. We've got viral videos. Right. So it's not about you having to just do some something whiz bang to attract people. But it's about how are you providing value in different ways that's going to impact people in different ways so they can want to follow you, be attracted to you and eventually want to work with you. Yeah, absolutely. So the other thing when it comes to. Um, booking clients and, and some of the different offers that you have, you have quite a few different offers, right? So tell me a little bit more about how you, some tips to retain your clients, um, upsells, downsells, like tell me a little more about how you've structured your offers and how you deliver in a way that um, clients come back. Yeah, 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 absolutely, right? So your goal, so kind of starting, I'll do like pre-client and then kind of like post-client, which you after you do, right? So. From an attracting a clientele perspective, what you put out in the world is what you're going to attract, right? So realize that if you want to help a certain demographic or audience, if I went to, if I sat down with you, we had some coffee and I said, okay, show me your Instagram or show me your Facebook, pulled up your Instagram and you say that you want to attract women, entrepreneurial women who aren't confident, for example, right? And I looked at your, I looked at your profile and I don't see you talking about confidence. I don't see you talking about entrepreneurship. I don't see you talking about nothing to help. If you want to help moms, I should see you talking about moms. I should see you coaching moms. I should see you doing those things, right? So that's one. Because when somebody's attracted to you, or at that point, at that point in time, they already need what you have. It's just about setting up a dialogue so they can work with you. Okay. So that's that. Now, once you actually start getting clients, right? From a retention standpoint, I'm gonna give you the three C's. This is actually what I teach in my program, but I'm gonna give y'all, I'm gonna give y'all this because y'all Haley's people. So I'm gonna, I gotta show you some love, right? So I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give y'all three C's. And actually, I think I'm gonna do something that's interesting. I'm gonna do something different. Let's go ahead and do this real quick. I'm gonna show you this, right? Maybe, maybe you can see this. Yep, I can see it. For people All who right. listen to the podcast, listen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna share with y'all the three. I'm gonna share with y'all the three C's. Okay. So the first C. When it comes to retaining, that means you have a client, right? So your goal is you want to keep them as long as possible. You want to extend what we call the lifetime value of your client, okay? Instead of them quitting on you next month, you want them to stay with you for two years, right? Since the inception of my group coaching program, I've, I got, I have, I've had people who've been with me over two years since I, literally since I launched it over two years ago, okay? First thing is, is, and excuse my hair right in this chicken scratch. First thing, number one, clarity, right? Clarity. When we talk about clarity, 
the reason people will quit your coaching program is because they don't know what to do. They're overwhelmed. They're there. There's just I don't know what my next steps are. And nobody's crazy enough to keep paying you. If they don't, if they're not making progress, they're not clear on the next step. They don't know where they should start. So one of the things you want to make sure is that your program is structured in a way that's going to allow people to always know what the next step is. So you need to come up with like your own map or your own guide or some process that you can hand somebody. You can hand somebody and say, here, my process, our process to help to help our clients and our members is so structured and so dialed in that I could go on a month vacation and they know exactly what to do. That that Let that be the filter. Okay, do are they clear? If they're not clear on that, you need to work on it because they're gonna quit very soon. Second, does, does that make but does that make sense, Haley? Right? Okay. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Okay, perfect. First, that's second thing. Next, this is a big one. So we're gonna write that one bigger. Content. Content. So from a content, from a content perspective, you want and actually let me let me make this more clear. Content. consumption content consumption what's interesting about that is that when somebody um if somebody comes so so they, they want to learn from you right if you have people who join your program and everybody has it nobody's exempt from this but you're going to have people who are going to join your coaching program and they're just not going to show up to the calls or you know they're not watching the videos or they're not they, they they're just not engaged nobody is insane enough that they're going to stay with you if they don't feel like they're getting value because the only way that they're going to get value is if they're learning from you if they're talking to you over the phone whether it's one-on-one -on -one or whether you're doing group right whether they're watching the replays whether they're filling out the worksheets that you're giving them right if they're not in if they're not consuming any of the content that you're producing for them they're going to eventually say they're going to look at the i'm they're going to look at the bank statement one day and they're going to say why am i paying for this again like what's what's what what is this for again cancel so that's very key. It's very key that you're doing that. So your goal within your coaching program is to get people to consume more content, right? So that means that coaching sessions, and if they, and if they can't make the live one-on-one -on -one sessions, give them a replay, send them videos, give them worksheets, tell them they got free tickets to a live event or a virtual event or something. Give them something that they could continually feed from and learn, and they're going to feel like they're getting value. More value that they get, the longer they're going to stay with you. And, and I'll give you a third one as a bonus. The third one is community. Community, right? So when people join, I hear things over and over and over. For people, you know, they say, you know, I want to be held accountable. I've been procrastinating. And a lot of us as coaches and consultants, like, we, we, we feel that. We understand that, right? You know, I, I feel like I need that coaching. I mean, I, I need people around me. I need the social accountability. And to achieve that easier and so it's not so much stress on you is you want to get people surrounded and you want to get people as part of a community. If you can get them connecting with other people, collaborating, um, doing things together. Like I got, we got members as part of our program where literally like they'll, without me, without my intervention, they get together, they go out for lunch, they, they attend each other's program, um, programs, they, um, you know, they connect, they get on calls together, they helping each other out. Right. And, and that's what I love, because that's going to make it more sticky. That's going to make your program more sticky because now they're connected. And the reason that they're connected is because of you. Right. So when you can add more of these elements, 
as part of your program, you're, you're going to see a retention skyrocket in our in our retention and um and of our members is about ninety to ninety five percent, right? And that's that's what we were shooting for. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So when it comes to um, building community, are there any pra best practices in your program that you install to to build that community, um, make it like a a part of your culture? Yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. So you know, a couple things. One is you want to have a community manager, right? So a community manager is going to allow you while you're at work, maybe you're not full-time yet, right? So if you're not, you know, you have a, a what's important about a community manager is that's going to allow, and let me kind of come back, come back this way for you. So what's, that's going to allow your, um, allow that person to stay active, answer all the questions in a group, do the customer support, get help, continually help people. Cause remember you want them to have those three C's, right? So they're going to help that. So I would recommend as soon as possible, getting a virtual assistant or some kind of community manager that can continually feed, feed the community. Um, but other things you can do is, you know, you can do challenges, you can give away recognition and awards, um, um, which is something that we do. So like we have something in our group that we call, um, I have two awards that I give away on a weekly basis. One award is called the Batman Award. And uh, I just like Batman, so that's you know, so that's why I call it the Batman Award. But basically, the Batman Award is you go out of your way to help somebody else. So if any of my coaches or members as part of our group, they go out and they and they help another coach because they won, or they say, "Hey, I'm doing a strategy and it's and it's killing it for me," and you go out of your way to help somebody else or post something in a group, you can you can qualify to win the Batman Award, and it's just recognition for the group, right? Um, or you can do, um, I have another one that's called the progress over perfection award, where it's about making progress. It's not about helping people make, you know, significant income, right. Or significant progress. It's just about how to get you like, you're taking, you're, you're making steps towards the right direction, right? So just little things like that. So challenges, making yeah. sure people connect, um, recognition, things of that nature. I love that. I love the progress over perfection award because one of the things that, as business owners, it's very easy to do is get overwhelmed. So tell me a little bit about, like, even when you have a lot of content too, or, or good content in your program, the more content you have, the easier it is for people to get overwhelmed, right? Because they're like, I gotta do all the workbooks and, and stuff like that. So how do we, in, in our own journeys, when we're working with coaches or we're in course programs, but also in our businesses, when we're overwhelmed with like, oh, things I gotta do, I'm doing back end, I'm doing front end. What are some ways to manage overwhelm? Yeah, I love that. And overwhelm of your clients, right? Well, overwhelm, not of like, for example, I've been in courses and group programs before and I'm, I want to, I'm so excited and I want to do everything and I want to watch all the videos and I want to do all the workbooks, but it's easy to get overwhelmed because I'm like, I have all this stuff, you know? So how do we prevent overwhelm in that sense? Yeah. So I just drew something out for you, right? You, you got to have your own map, right? And basically, this is a bridge, right? So with that, your whole goal is you want to, and this works for you, and this will also work for how you deal with your clients. But at the end of the day, your clients are coming to you at a certain point, right? And think about yourself so you don't get overwhelmed, right? So let me do it from your perspective, and then I'll tell you how this translates to your clients. When you coming in, anytime I'm joining something or being a part of a program, I need to know what the map is. So you should have any good, any great program is going to have a map and say, follow this process, follow this system, follow these steps, follow this map, right? So you got to know where you're at. And then I need to know what order the map comes in. I don't need somebody throwing a bunch of content at me at once. 
I need to know what do I need to start with because all content, depending on where you're at and your journey is not created equal. So I need to know what's the first thing I need to focus on. Okay, got that. Checked it off. These are the milestones. Did it. Done. Good. What's the next thing I need to do? What's the next thing I need to do? What's the next? And then eventually, and I don't care how long it takes. I don't care if it takes you a month. I don't care if it takes you a year. I don't care if it takes you 10 years. If this is the process, this is the process and follow the process. And as long as, and anytime I'm joining a new journey or, or I want to accomplish something, right? Whether it's, it was a point in time where I was trying to figure out Facebook ads. Okay, cool. What do I need to learn? Right? You know, there was a time I was trying to figure out, you know, how to get people results. I had to learn how to, how to have new retention, had to learn, right? How to get people results, had to learn. So there's different processes in this business that I know I had to learn. But every single time I approach a, a new a new journey I'm looking to accomplish, I need to know what is the process and I need to find somebody who's proven it and give me that map and then let me go on my journey on that map. And I need to know where can I go to get support if I'm doing something wrong on that journey. Yes, absolutely. Setting those mm -hmm. expectations of where can they ask for help and what's the roadmap. And also in our own personal lives, just like you said, when we have different categories we're working on, like I'm working on my, like even get more specific than just saying, I'm working on my marketing. Well, but what part of it? Is it showing up consistently? Is it doing Facebook ads? Is it, you know, being on podcasts? And and then get your map for that particular thing, start it, get it going. And then you can keep adding more avenues or, or things like that. But yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. It's funny you say that too. I was just, I was literally just telling um, one of my clients this um, a few days ago because he, you know, because he was like, yo, um, he said for some reason, uh, and it was literally in relation to, you know, in relation to like sales. And um, and I said, um, he's like, yeah, you know, I'm just trying to make more sales. I got to make money. And I'm like, yeah, I get it 100%. And I said, um, but I want you to ask a better question. What part of it? Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Like, what is it? Is it getting people to book an appointment with you? Right. Is it getting people to show up to the appointment? Is it getting people to actually, you know, say yes to your pitch? Is it is it overcoming objections? Like, I need to know what part, and you got to be clear on what part it is because it might not be everything. Same thing, if you're doing webinars, you're trying to get people to show up to your lives or whatever, you might actually be good at getting people to join your program if they, if they can actually get on the phone and talk to you or they can get on the webinar and talk to you, but you just having a hard time getting people to register. Right. And then when you crack the code on that, then see what the process looks like. Take a step back and say, okay, okay, okay. People are, people are dropping off. Okay, so now what can I do to increase the retention of people staying on my webinar? Okay, I got that. Now they're hearing my pitch, but nobody's buying. How can I create a different offer, right? Or better offer or more urgency or whatever. And then once they, and then once that happens, I'm getting sales and you move forward that way. So I love that. You're absolutely on point. And having patience with that process because you're not going to get it all nailed every single aspect of the webinar the first time you do it you are going to have to see oh wow you know i had a couple people dropped off interesting now my thing is i need to figure out how to get them to stay to the end right right exactly so how what are some ways you manage your time in your business and productivity and um and then we can go from there yeah yeah i love it so um i think we might have been mentioning this too right yeah i think i showed this earlier but I, this is what i use this is this is like my bible Right, you can see I got I got papers coming out. I actually use it, so this is my book. It's called the Productive Lifestyle Planner, right? And um, it, it, and you know, it's a little kind of self promotional, but not really because I literally use this, right? But basically, inside of here, what we focus on is a couple different things, right? Is one, 
and it might be a little bit hard to see but i have different things on here that says um targets right so the reason the difference between a target and a goal for me is more specific and more aimed right so what i do is i'm always focused on what are the top three projects that i'm working on at, at any given time right typically you don't want to work more than any more than like five projects but me to optimize if i'm working on three that's good enough right and then i'll schedule my year out accordingly so what do you what are, what are you working on what any project that you ever say i want to focus on i want to get x amount of clients i want to do this launch i want to write this book i don't care what it is right i want to grow my culture program to this amount there's just like when i said the map we talked about the map right well anytime i set a target i want to know what are the top five milestones that i need to accomplish what is the map i need to accomplish that not necessarily every little single task what are the top five milestones once i get that and that's what that's what these little things under it are um you know that's, that's what these are right you, you can't really see there's numbers under there right so once you do that um and you know what those are how i schedule my day is all right what are the activities or the most valuable priorities what we call it what are the most valuable priorities i need to work on each day to start checking off these milestones that's your goal you need to be checking off these milestones and then what i do is once i once i put down my priorities for the day and this is literally the first thing that i fill out once i once i have this down I go to my calendar and then I start plucking those in my calendar. And then that's how I fill up my day, right? And I'm filling up my day with that. So literally just following that, I'm managing my distractions, et cetera. Love it, yeah. And when it comes to like, let's go to your example earlier, um, Facebook ads. You were like, you know what? I wanna do Facebook ads. I gotta figure out my roadmap. I gotta break that down. Um, what would you say you'd recommend to coaches? Because I talk to a lot of coaches who either they think they need Facebook ads before they actually need them, or they've tried Facebook ads and they got burned from them before, so they're like really against it, or they, you know, like I just have a lot of people who have feelings around Facebook ads. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Hear from you, what has been your journey um, and some tips you you give to our audience? Mm, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you should only be afraid if you if you're not taking the time to actually understand and learn and master it. Facebook ads is a testing game, so don't get in thinking that day one you're gonna start putting money out. You might lose fifty dollars. You might lose a hundred dollars. I'm just I'm just gonna I'm we I'm gonna rip the bandaid off today. We're ripping it off today, yeah. Haley. <laughs> right? Like you gotta come. You gotta go in already thinking that you're going to lose that money right and it's not being i'm not being negative i'm just being i'm keeping it real with you i'm keeping it 100 because you got to realize that this whole that this whole facebook ads game is all about testing right and and so what you want to do and how you want to approach it is you want to approach it to what is my audience dealing with and how do i address their fears and their concerns and help them accomplish their goals right so my journey has been what are most people journey are when they first start like i started facebook ads couple years ago and um and just kind of tinkered with it I, I see some people went in on it so i said okay maybe let me start and um and i lost money right i lost money because i didn't really know how best to help my audience i didn't know how to really connect to them i wasn't really sure about who to target i was trying to target the whole world i wasn't specific on and the specific person i wanted to target right so th that's why everything that we said makes so much sense and it builds up to when you finally start spending money it's going to be you know you're, you're gonna have way more success if you understand what you're who you're helping and how you're helping them ahead of time so now when you go on facebook it's just really about showing more people but if you can't help one person 
it's going to be hard for you to put money in and help multiple people because you don't know what they're going through. You don't know the psychologist. You know what I'm saying? So you got to learn more about your audience. So when you start putting money into ads, it's going to build up. And that was my journey. And I started doing that and started filling up my calendar. And now we got it on auto, autopilot where, you know, you're just getting people booking on our calendar. Love it. Yeah, it is a process. And I think any marketing strategy you want to take about, you know, you want to have a testing period and you want to say, I know there's some risks to everything I'm going to do in my business, but I'm going to test this out. I'm going to work on refining it. I'm going to give it three months or so. I have a fixed budget that I can spend on this. And that's the way you go about it in a, a way that's not scattered and like shiny object jumping from thing to thing and just like throwing money down the drain and just that kind of thing. Right. So, yep. Um, yeah. So anyways, one of the other things I wanted to ask you a little bit about is when you have a program that you've designed and um, you want to, you know, I guess your client, I think a thing that we have to talk about is the client journey, meaning usually they come in at a certain point and then the way you retain clients is you help them all the way through the journey. And maybe that looks like different programs as they keep progressing, or maybe it looks like they keep, you know, when you say you had clients for two years, it could be that they reach a certain level and then there's always more that they need help with because they reach the next level. So how do you um, think about your client journey and how have you planned your offers around that? Yeah, I love that. So we have a process that we call the product uh, escalator. And basically what that is, is we take somebody who's brand new, right and they just trying to figure it out so they might come into our free community so we got a free facebook group for coaches and speakers it's called the coach and speaker connection and you come into that group you learn and this is just where we go live every so often people are connecting people are learning growing but giving advice and that's a free group then you say okay i feel like i need some more momentum i feel like i need to grow so then the next thing that you um that you do is you know, from from our perspective, we have we have a course, right? We have a certification course. So you come into the course, you learn the foundation of what you need to learn, right? You might not even know what a lead magnet is, or you might even know what a landing page is, or you might not know about email marketing systems and et cetera, right? So you join this course to get the foundation of what you need to learn, right? And then now you're in the course, I got the foundation, I feel good, right? I, I feel like I'm gaining some momentum, right? You may not be having all the clients, I may not have all the money in the world yet, but you, um, I'm learning, right? I got it, I got the foundation, and now I'm making progress. Now you need the ongoing support and community and ongoing training, right? This is what we call the PCS program. This is when I work with you on an ongoing basis, on a weekly basis in a group setting, right? And this is where we work together to continually level up and scale, right? And then after that, you know, we have the, you know, we got one-on-one -on -one, and then now we can work with specific, something specific, right? And then in between, you know, we, you know, every so often, you know, every once or twice a year, I do like a mastermind and et cetera, right? So the whole purpose of this journey is the more somebody makes progress, the more support they need. But you want to, and I love what you said, Haley, in terms of um, sometimes that might look like different programs because you might have somebody who's super advanced when they come in. And, you know, they already been running Facebook ads. They already been getting clients consistently. They already been doing this, doing that. But they got somebody who doesn't know certain industry terms. And if they're both in a program for too long, both of them are going to get frustrated. Right. Yeah. One, they're going to get frustrated that the person who's who's already got progress is going to get frustrated. Like, why am I learning things that are so basic? And people are asking these kind of questions. And then the people who are new are going to be like, oh, my God, I, you're talking another language. I have no idea what you're talking about. Right. And I and I've I've went through growing pains like this to where people literally quit on both ends. They quit because 
either they felt like it was over their head and they didn't understand and they was like, oh my God, I felt like everybody knows everything and I don't and they quit. And then I had people that was like, you know what? You know, I, I think I need something more because, you know, I, I feel like some, some of the, the information is just, you know, basic or some of the questions are basic, right? So you got to make sure that you do have escalating programs or at least your program is segmented in a way to where the people in different stages are getting the support they need. Absolutely. Yeah. And even if you're the kind of coach who I want to fix their problem and it's one small problem. And then once they're done, I mean, I don't, they don't need me anymore. There's still ways to, um, you know, I think form a referral program or, or things like that. Like, I don't think you need to solve every single problem in your client's journey. I think having a focus is always good. But I also think there's maintenance packages you could have where if they need to come back and just like go back to the basics, they've had some things come up in their life. That's always a good thing as well. And then also um, ref forming referral partnerships if you need to send them somewhere else for another problem, like that could be another good practice. Absolutely, I agree 100%, right? Like we bring on members all the time. Like we bring on um, 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 guests, guests all the time when I calls, right? So we meet weekly. And um, and sometimes you got to bring on guests, you know, so I, I'm not I'm not going to be the arrogant one to say I know everything in the world. Right. So yeah. I bring on, I bring on people who went viral before I bought on. Uh, I bought on Eric Thomas, E.C. the Hip Hop Preacher on before I bought on yeah. um, Evan Carmichael, who's who's one of the top world's uh, entrepreneur and success uh, YouTubers, you know, over two million yeah. subscribers on YouTube. He came on and, and he showed us some love, you know, so I bring mm -hmm. on people all the time who may have a higher level of knowledge or insight than me. And I'm totally cool learning. I'll be just like everybody else taking that. Right. Right? So, yeah. yeah. So yeah. one final question for you on that topic is how, because I know a lot of coaches listening would love to have cool guest speakers, but they're like, how do I pitch myself to that? Or how do I get them to come be a guest in my group? So um, what are some ways to go about that? Yeah. The number one thing I would say is build relationships, right? And build relationships. Don't be afraid to invest, right? So, um, so invest and building those relationships are the two biggest things that I would say. So, um, when we're talking about building relationships, one is being in, being in, in, um, oh, like if you're part of, you know, Haley's community, right. And, you know, you have other people who are going to be willing to want to work with you, or maybe they might know somebody, they say, well, everybody's separated by, you know, you get any, so anyone that you want with what, two, three degrees of separation, Right. You know, somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody might be the exact person that you're trying to get in contact with. Right. So, you know, build those relationships with people that you already know, like you already have a million dollars in your backyard. Right. Meaning you already have a million dollars with the relationships already. You're just not tapping into them. Right. So. Yeah. So. So for me, it's about continuously pouring into people around me, helping people, you know, giving back, right? Those kind of things. And then they want to help me as well when I say, hey, I'm looking for a guest on this. Or do you know anybody like that? That's one. Second is invest. If you, if you want to really get on somebody's radar, especially somebody who you feel like is either unattainable or somebody who um, like you feel like has some kind of fame or influence or notoriety, when you spend money with them, they notice you. Right. So if you work in, so if you got, if you got the funds to be able to work with somebody one-on-one -on -one or work inside of their program, they're going to know. Like, so for people who join my coaching program or work with me, I know who they are. I know about them. I know about their family. I know what they're going through. Right. So if they ever wanted me to be on their podcast or they wanted, or they wanted to, you know, work with me in some kind of way, if it works out logistically, I'll do it because you've already invested in me. Right. And because I know you, right. 
So it's, it's going to be those kind of things. So don't be afraid to invest. So a lot of relationships that I have, I've invested in people already, like ET, Emma Carmichael, like I've joined their programs. I've, I've, I've got them clients. I've referred people to them. I've, you know, I've, I've, you know, spent money, you know, and because of that, they're more willing to want to work with me and be guests on what I'm doing. Love it. Yeah. Okay. So where can everybody find you, connect with you and, um, Get to know you a little better. Yeah, sure. I'll type it in. So it's at I am Terrell Jones, right? Okay. I I am I, I am Terrell. I am Terrell Jones, right? So um, with that, um, you can find me, and that's I am Terrell Jones on all platforms. The only platform that is not on is is YouTube. It's just Terrell Jones, uh, which we revamping that. But the platform that I'm on the most is Instagram. So you find me on Instagram at I I A M T E R E L L Jones, and um, you know, give me a shout out. Let me know that you joined the podcast and you watch this. What you know, with Haley and I, and um, you know, and what I'll do is I'll repost you. Right, you take a clip of this, and whether you're watching a replay or whether you're on live, regardless, if you take a clip of this and you and you put it in stories and you put it on your page and you tag me in it, I'll repost you. Right, so yeah. just let me know. Yeah, me too. And I'm at um, Haley underscore row, H-A-I-L-E-Y underscore R-O-W-E. Tag us. We'd love to see the listeners and what you're getting from this. And um, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Yeah, I love it. This is fun. I love it. I could talk about this all day. So this is this is, this is, this is, this well, is my I love your energy. I think <laughs> the story is really inspiring. I love that you have the three C's and your different systems and roadmaps. It's always fun. And um, we'll be in touch soon. All right. Sounds good. All right. You enjoy. Hope to see you soon. All right. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if you liked it and want to reserve your very own free sales audit, go to HaleyRowe.com slash strategy hyphen call to book your very own free sales audit. On the call, we'll talk more about the common concerns you get from your ideal clients, how to overcome those concerns, how to coach through objections, how to change your mindset around sales and improve your sales process so you can be closing and converting more clients. I can't wait to connect with you and go to HaleyRowe.com slash strategy hyphen call to take the first step. Thanks so much. Have a good day.